Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Amen. What a word this morning. Thankful to be in the house of God. Amen. God's not good sometimes, brother Ben. God's good all the time. All the time. All the time. This morning, we're going to talk about this month's lesson is thriving in Babylon. My part is standing strong. Amen. Um, Brother Larry had already read this, so we'll we'll go to Daniel chapter three, verse thirteen and eighteen. We'll read and have a word of prayer, and you can sit down. Chapter three, verse thirteen reads like this: Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake, said unto, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now if ye be ready that at the time ye hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, harp, sand bucket, palsy, the, the clamor, and all kinds of music, ye shall fall down and worship the image which I have made well. But if ye worship not, Ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And who is that God shall deliver you out of my hands? He shall find out. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. But verse 18, these first three words as I would hope would be, on my tombstone, if there ever be such a thing, but if not, Sister Chelsea, but if not, I got to have a made-up mind. Amen. I don't care what the devil huffs and puffs, Brother Leonard, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Join me in prayer this morning. The church said amen, and you can be seated. Talking about standing strong, amen. The thought is that though we live in a world that is hostile toward our faith in Jesus Christ, we must be faithful to God and his people for our lives. Well, Alan, can I tell you that God's faithful, amen, and I want to be faithful. I want to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. No matter what comes or what goes, amen, Brother Junior, I want the devil to know, but if not, I don't serve God for what I get, Brother Ben. I serve God because I love God. Amen. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful, as Brother Larry said, Brother Jerry, I'm thankful to come to a house of God and be with a family and friends of like-minded faith. 
that love God, Brother Kevin, want to worship God. And I'd like to backtrack just a minute and thank everybody that made possible yesterday afternoon that Honey had in Chiefland the, the ladies' fellowship. We appreciate all the ladies that showed up and worship and, and praise. I, I just appreciate a wife, uh, Sister Jen, that wants to step out and do something for the Lord. Amen. And I'm so thankful for her. I was just telling Pastor, she, uh, she keeps me humble to walk, uh, Brother Wayne, before the Lord. Amen. And I appreciate that. I don't want to ever rest on my laurels. I, I want to just study to show myself approved because I really want to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I want to have that made up mind, Brother Kenny. But if not, God, I don't serve you because of all the great things that you do for me because he does a lot of great things for me, Sister Patricia. But I serve God because I love him, amen. I serve him because he first loved me, amen. When I was unlovable, Sister Shannon, God loved me. And I'm so thankful for that. I don't know how many of y'all... Uh, watch YouTube at all, but um, some time ago, maybe a month ago, Brother Leonard, Brother Raymond Woodward put out a, a he, he, his message was two weeks to flatten the curve. And if y'all get an act, uh, opportunity, Brother Donnie, I would encourage you to go there. Some, he talks about some of the things Brother Rich has gone on in the, in the country of Canada, what's going on up there. And I say that to say this. Um, you know, it's hard, Brother Richard, believe that such things like this may come into our country at one time. But, you know, Sister Joyce, it very well can come one day that we may have to choose this day whom we serve. Can I tell you, we better have a made-up mind, Brother Hal, in the good times. In the good times, we better have a made-up mind. You know, I don't know about y'all, but some years ago, I remember Sister Mary Gass being almost $4 a gallon. Y'all remember that? And you can look around, Brother Toby. We, we're going upward right now. But here's what I wanted to tell you, Brother Allen. If we start cutting things out of our budget because we can't afford the gas, Sister Chelsea Church is the last place we want to cut out of our budget. Amen. Can I tell you, you need, Sister Jessica, you need to get to the house of God. When times get tough, when times are good, you need to make your way, Sister Edith, to the house of God. Amen. Because can I tell you, nothing to feed your soul like the Word of God being the house of worship where they uplifting the name of Jesus. Amen. Sister Peggy, we're so thankful we took, was able to go a few nights to touch the future and man, you could just feel the Holy Ghost, Brother Junior, so thick in there and it was so wonderful because can I tell you sometimes, can I tell you sometimes, Brother Danny, you feel like you're the oniest one. Have you ever felt like Elijah? Y'all remember that story and Elijah said, you know, God, I'm the oniest one that's serving you. God being God said, now just hold on, hoss. He said, I got 7,000 ain't bent the knee to bell. You ain't the only one, Sister Donna, but aren't you thankful for a God that loves you? Aren't you thankful for a God that prepares a way for you where it seemeth to be no way? Amen. Sister Melinda, can I tell you, sometimes it's easy to be old me and old my, but we serve a great God. Amen. So what I'm telling you, you may look around, Brother Mike, and it may look bleak and it may get bleak, but can I tell you, we serve a God that never changes. Amen. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. We changed our sign this morning from the ladies' outreach to that uh, scripture in Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Brother Jack, I want people to know when they drive by that little church in Chiefland that we serve the God that's the same. Amen. When I read it, and I quote it all the time, Brother Jerry, but I serve the same God that started in Genesis and is going to finish it all up in the book of Revelation. Amen. Because I believe Sister Osborne with everything that's inside of me, he is that same God. Can I tell you, I'm so 
faithful. I'm not so confident in God that I trust every word that's inside that book. But can I tell you, if you don't think you're going to need God or you don't need him right now, can I tell you, if you'll just hang around just a little while. Sister Townsend, can you just hang around a little while? Because I believe that you're going to see some things. We, I, two different folks come into the office the last month. Brother Sean, that, that was in the gun selling business, and and well, one guy I know that was in the sale, gun selling business in Chiefland has went out of business. Sister Betty can't get guns and he can't get ammo. Now, did you ever think in America that would be that problem? And I'm not here to preach. Don't get nervous. Here's what I'm just trying to tell you, Sister Mary. Things are changing. Things are happening. And we, we're the watchmen on the wall, Sister Beverly. Amen. Because I don't know about y'all, but I got friends and families that don't serve God, Brother Jerry. And I need to be that watchman on the wall letting them know, Sister Chelsea, what's going on. Amen. I told some friends of mine yesterday, I said, here's what you need to do, Brother Tim. You need to keep your eyes on Israel. I don't know about y'all now, but they tell me that Israel's shaking over there a little bit right now. And I remember the prime minister said one day, he said, now we'll set the world on fire before we ever become slaves again. Can I tell you, didn't, didn't the Bible say um, that, um, how did that go? The friend of Abraham, those that bless Abraham, God will bless. Come on now. And those that curse Abraham, come on now, church. Amen. Can I tell you, this is a great time to beat Brother Richard on God's team. Amen. If there was ever a time, Brother Wayne, it's always been a good time to be on Jesus' team. Amen. But I can tell you, standing flat-footed, looking you eyeball to eyeball, we need Jesus today more than we've ever needed him. Amen. Mark 13, 7, 11 reads like this, and it says, And when ye shall hear wars and rumors of wars, be not troubled, for such things must needs be, but the end shall not be yet. For nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There shall be earthquakes in divers places, and there shall be famines and troubles. These are the beginning of sorrows. But verse 9 said, But take heed to yourself, for they shall deliver you up to councils and in the synagogues, and ye shall be beaten, and ye shall be brought before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them. And the gospel must first be published among all nations, but when they shall... Lead you and deliver you up. Take no thought beforehand what ye shall speak. Neither do ye premeditate, but whatsoever shall be given you in that hour. Church say, in that hour, that speak, for it shall not be ye that speak, but the Holy Ghost. Can I, th can I tell you, Brother Wayne, that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had a made-up mind. They wasn't looking for an answer. They wasn't searching for an answer. They had already got there. Can I tell you, the Bible said, in that hour, take no thought what you're going to say, amen, because he said the Holy Ghost will speak for you during that time. Can I tell you, Brother Hal, all we need to do is open our mouth and let God fill it, amen, because he said that we would stand before men, Brother Richard, as a testimony, Brother Rich, as a testimony, amen. Don't you want to be a testimony for Jesus Christ, amen? I want to be a testimony, Brother Ben, for Jesus in the good times and in the bad times because I tell you, even the bad times serving God, Sister Townsend, is still good times, amen? Because then he say, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed begging bread. Brother Leonard, what a promise God has promised us, amen? But he said, take no thought. Oh, Brother Polk, I want to have that Holy Ghost and fire burning on the inside of me. Amen. I don't want to ever get so comfortable in, in my surroundings and in my world that I can't walk away from that thing, Brother Kenny. I, as Brother, as Pastor would say, we need to hold things that God's blessed us with loosely in our hands. 
Because I tell you, churches, this is not the time to be backing up and going backwards. This is the time to square our shoulders, look Satan eyeball to eyeball and say, the war's just started. We ready to rumble. Amen. Because I'm telling you, if you'll read the back of the book, Sister Edith, we win this thing. Amen. I read the back of the book. One angel takes Satan and locks him up for a thousand years. Can I tell you, just one angel. Can I tell you, Brother Danny, we got something to be excited for. Amen. We got a promise. I don't know about y'all, and I know I'm not going to make it, but if I live long enough to 62, I'm going to walk away from this thing, and I've had enough, Brother Kenny. Amen. They can keep my little bit of pennies. I'm not going to make it to 30 years. That's okay with me. But that may not be there, Sister Mary, when I get there, but can I tell you what's written in the book of Revelation? It's going to be there when I get there. When I hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Whoo, I ain't got to. I've read the back of the book. It's in the book. Brother Wayne, you can stand on the book. Oh, the Bible we talking about this morning about standing strong. Don't you want to stand strong? Oh, Brother Chava, I want to hear him say, well done. Last Sunday, I was talking to Brother Richard in between services, and as usual with Brother Wayne, he had his employment all confused, and I thought Brother Richard worked for the college over there in, in Lake City, but he said he worked for the city of Lake City. I think I got that right. He's nodding, so I'm right on course this morning. So anyway, I couldn't help Brother Pope but just listen to how much he was just thanking God. He said, I hadn't been there very long, and he said, I've already got promoted. And he said, I've got a really good job, is what he told me, Brother Orlando. And I thought, there's something about them government jobs, amen, but I'll just keep moving on through that. But, but here's what I'm telling you, Brother Riley. It was so encouraging. Brother Richard didn't say it was my education or my good looks or my good clothes or the, the Lexus that I drive. Sister Jen, he said, it's because God has blessed me. My, my, my God, why would you not want to serve a God that blesses you, Amen. Can I tell you, Brother Brian, the God that I served in the world always took. Amen. I think Jesus said in John 10 and 10, he said, the thief come but to kill, steal, and destroy. Brother Rich, he said, I come that you might have life. And have, good God Almighty, I feel the Holy Ghost up there. He said that you might have that life more abundantly, amen. He wants us to have abundantly life, God. Oh, my God, this is a good life here. But it's going to be better, Brother Kenny, when we get to the other side, amen. And we'll just be worshiping Jesus throughout eternity. Oh, Brother JT, what a thought, what a thought, what a thought, amen. So, so let's have a made-up mind, amen. Hebrews 11, 15, and 16 said, and truly if they had been mindful, talking about the great faith chapter in Hebrews 11, had they been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to return. But, but now they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly, wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. Oh, don't you, don't you want to be like Elisha? Don't you want to just say, look, just let me go back and kiss mom and daddy. Let, let, let me get, get out of the farming business. Let me get rid of all that stuff behind me. Let's don't be like old Peter and say, I think I'm going to go fishing. Oh, Brother Allen, can we just say, I just got a made-up mind. God, I just want to serve you because you've just been so good. I don't want, you know, because if you listen to the devil, Brother Jack, he'll convince you you had it better back then. But can I tell you, the devil is a liar, amen? I ain't never had it so good as I serving God now, Brother Tim. God's been so good to me these 25 years. I can't even explain to you how good God's been. Brother Wayne, we ain't even made it to heaven yet. 
I thought I was going to get out there Friday night. I thought I was ready to go. Man, I thought any minute God was going to, what, just an atmosphere. What an atmosphere we feel in this house every time we come, whether it's a Wednesday night, whether it's a Sunday morning, just an atmosphere. I'm so thankful, Brother Howe, to come to a house that I feel encouraged, amen. I don't feel pushed down and beat down and knocked down when I leave. I feel like I've been encouraged, Sister Betty, because can I tell you, your adversary, the devil, goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Well, Brother Toby, he's just seeking. He can't devour us. Amen. Amen. I'm thankful for that. But I don't want to ever be mindful of the country from which I came because I don't want to go back. Amen. I, I thought about how in a few scriptures down from that in 36 and 38, it says, and others had trial of cruel mockings and scourging, yea, moreover, bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sown asunder, were tempted were slain by the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. A few weeks ago, we went back to Daytona over there. Our friends have got a place over there, Brother Jerry, and that's where our little cat come from. We call her Ruthie. She's such a good girl, but she's a sport girl, you see what I'm saying. Um, she don't realize that there's two women in that house, Sister Donna. She don't think much about her mother. She thinks she is the cat's meow, amen. And, but, but while we was there, Brother Kenyon, we was walking through the neighborhood uh, where we were going. We always try to look for cats that looks like our little Ruthie, Sister Chelsea. And, and uh, there was a few cats here. And actually, that street where we're at, Sister Mary, there's cats everywhere. There's just cats everywhere. But, but my point is that, that little Ruthie, she, she don't really understand how good she's got it at Wayne and Sharon's house. She really don't. Sister, I try to tell her all the time, you got it good here, girl. But she really don't comprehend that, Brother Kevin. But I try to tell her that anyway. But, because she'll jump on the counter and, and she'll just start crying. Well, we get her cat food. She's got wet cat food. We got dry food waiting on her. And if she hears you rattling the can opener and she thinks a can of tuna's opening, she might want some of that tuna juice. Amen. But, but my point in saying all that is this, Sister Terry, that's like a lot of us. Amen. See, we really don't understand sometimes really how good we really got it. Amen. Because here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going to be real careful. <laughs> but here's the thing, Brother Mike. It's because we've had it so good for so long. Amen? Because, you know, you probably don't think about your air conditioner not working until it don't work, and you think, my God, Brother Hal better get here like yesterday. <laughs> Amen? I'm going to sweat to death. I'll never make it just a few more hours. I better go to the mall and go shopping. I'm just going to sweat to death right here. Amen? You see what I'm saying, Sister Mary? Let the power go off and you was about ready to take a shower. I think, my God, I better go up there and pump me some water in a bucket and just take it the old-fashioned way, amen? But my point is, is I think that sometimes, Brother Kenny, it's hard for our minds to wrap, our man, wrap, wrap around that we may not have it this good forever. Amen? I ain't talking about being fearful. I'm talking about being thankful. Amen? We got to be like Brother Richard and say, this ain't me that's got me here. This is Jesus. Amen. And, and I heard Brother Arnold say, I was listening to one of his CDs the other day. He said, the problem with a lot of us, we try to be our own God. Come on now. We get to the place where, you know, that we just think, Brother Tim, we can do it ourselves and we'll do it ourselves. But that ain't the way God wants it done, Brother Toby. 
Aren't you thankful for God to encourage, encourage you to say, all oh, you that labor heavy laden. He's inviting me and you, Sister Betty, to come unto him and he'd give us rest. Oh, Sister Rachel, I'm thankful for a God that's promised us rest. Aren't you thankful in a time of torment, Brother Brian, you can just go in your prayer closet or get in your car, ride around and just pray. Do you ever just have to get by yourself sometimes, Brother Leonard, and just turn on some gospel music or maybe some preaching and, and say, God, just take me away from this world and this surrounding that I'm in. Aren't you thankful? Can I tell you, you got to stand strong this closing moments of time. We got to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It don't matter what the devil says. Turn it up seven times harder. The worst thing you're going to do is send us on over to the other side. My mama used to say when she was alive, she said they can't eat you, but they could, really. Amen. But as rough as I am, tough as I am, maybe it's hard to chew a little while. Amen. But here's what I'm trying to tell you, Brother Allen. We got a better place prepared for us. He told us, I think it's in John 14, said he goes away to prepare a place for us. So Janie said, if I go away, I'm coming back again. Good God Almighty. And I tell you, you can stand on that, Brother Brian. He's coming back again. Amen. So it's, it's just so easy, Sister Mary, to get caught up in the surroundings. Amen. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, it don't matter to me. Take it all away. Throw us in the fire. Our mind's made up. Am I in a church this morning that's got a made-up mind? Sister Susan, to see the end of this race, no matter how many exit ramps the devil gives you, Brother Toby, just keep your foot in the accelerator and keep riding on the straight and the narrow path. I thought about a man named Noah. and It ain't always easy for Brother Wayne to talk about a man named Noah because by the grace of God, since we started this church, Sister Beverly, I don't mind to tell you I am about to go crazy. Hey, Amen. I thought they'd be standing at the doors waiting to get in because Wayne and Sharon was coming to open the church. Amen, but it just ain't worked out that way. It's coming. But I wanted, I just got to, I said that to say this, brother. I got a new respect for a man called Noah. Amen. See, when I come here, all you wonderful people is already here. I just jumped on the wagon and rode. And it's been a great ride. Amen, a great ride. When we went to Brother Arthur Gainesville's the Pentecostals of Gainesville, we just jumped on that wagon because it was already moving. When they started the church at Mount Zion, it was already moving, Brother Richard. We just jumped on. It's a little bit different here, Sister Shanna. I'll just wear honey out. I say, honey, what can we do more? All we got to do is just preach Jesus. Because, see, if they come for the bells and the whistles, Brother Wayne, that'll get old after a while. But can I tell you, ooh, I feel Jesus. Can I tell you, Brother Orlando, Jesus never gets old. I don't know about y'all, but I'm thankful. I'm thankful. It was good the very first day I committed my life to God, but it's so much better today. Because I know so much more, Sister Lana, and I've been through so much more. Oh, I want to have that made up mind, Brother Leonard, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego have. I want to stand strong. I want to be like that man called Daniel and say, oh, king, don't worry. Don't worry. God, he was able to keep me. Oh, I want to be like that more than any. Matthew 24 and 37 and 39, this is Jesus speaking. 
He said, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that ye were before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage. Sound like today, don't it? Amen. Sound like today, Sister Jen. Until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and they knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Can I tell you, if you look around, Brother Brian, it looks like the world's caught up in a world of entertainment. Oh, my God, if there was ever a time, Sister George, to unplug from the world of entertainment, it's now. If there was ever, if you looked around and ever seen signs, Sister Terry, you don't have to look very far to see the signs of times today. If there was ever a time to eat the whole book, Brother Tim, today's the day to eat the whole book. There was ever a time to spend extra time praying. Brother Rayleigh, now is the time to spend extra time praying. Because I am confident, Brother Wayne, more than breath itself almost, that there's coming a time that God's talking about right here. Now, there's coming. Because you look around, and there's so many people just caught up, Sister Chelsea. That's why you and I are here. Amen. We're the light in the darkness that God's going to shine through to show them that more perfect way. Don't you want to be used of God in these closing moments of time, Sister Betty? More than anything, I want to be used of God. Amen. Genesis 6, 5 through 8, and said, God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on earth and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and creepy thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But verse 8 said, but Noah. Church say, but Noah. Can I tell you, when the world's upside down, you can still find a place in God. Because it said, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Hebrews 11 and 7 said, by faith, Noah moved by faith, being warned of God of things not as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Said he moved in fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house. Sister Jen, I wonder if we are preparing an ark that our house might be saved. Brother Toby, are we that example when our friends and our family and our co-workers understand if this thing turns upside down, Sister Sherry, that they can come and run into us because they see Jesus in us. They hear Jesus in us. They see Jesus in us. When, when problems come to our front door, Brother Wayne, are we responding like Jesus? Y'all remember those, it was a big thing, WWJD, what would Jesus do? Oh, I wonder if in my bad days, Brother Kenny, do I show Jesus or do I show Wayne? Amen, Sister Mary, because a lot of times, unfortunately, I show Wayne. But the world's looking for Jesus. They've already seen Wayne, Brother Brian. They need to see Jesus. Because can I tell you, Jesus is the only one that can solve your problems. Amen, it said, by faith, being warned of God of things not yet, he moved with fear. Brother Pokey moved in fear. Somebody said, some said 100 years and maybe 120 years. Sister Mary, but old, old Noah was faithful. He just kept building the ark. He, he saved the saving to God, and he built the ark, Brother Kevin. 
if we'll leave the saving to God and we'll just keep building his ark. We'll keep sowing into the kingdom. Amen. Oh, don't you want to just keep sowing into the kingdom? Because can I tell you this morning, Brother Orlando, you and I can't save anybody, but we can sure take a hold of their hands and lead them and walk them right to Jesus. Amen. Don't you want to lead somebody to Jesus? Don't you want somebody to experience what you experienced serving God, Brother Jack? I so want to introduce somebody to Jesus. Amen. Second Peter 2 and 5 said, And spared not the old world, but saved Noah the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. I want to be known, and I'm not just saying because I'm a preacher, but I want to be known, Sister Melinda is a preacher of righteousness. Because can I tell you, at your workplace, at your home place, at your family reunion, you're a preacher. You're breaking the bread of life with your actions and your reaction. Can I tell you, Sister Johnson, wherever we go, we are a preacher of righteousness. Amen. People, they're looking at me and you. Matthew 24 and 38 said, For as it in the days of Noah, as the day was before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day of Noah entered into the ark. I don't know how many of you wonderful folks have seen Brother Bobby Gibson lately. But if you've seen Brother Bobby, you have to take two, two looks. We was at the men's conference. Sister Donna and Brother Bobby walked up there, and the face looked really familiar, but the body did not. If you've not seen him, and when you see him, you'll understand what I'm saying, says Jessica. He told me, he said, I've lost 150 pounds. He looks like a new creature in Christ Jesus. Amen? So, so I seen him Friday night, and I said, Brother Bobby, you're still looking good, man. I said, and I found him. I said, man, you ought to write a book. Tell him about how you, how you lost that weight and everything. Sister Melinda, he said such a prophetic word to me, I was just overwhelmed at what he said. He said, Brother Wayne, all you got to do is stop eating. <laughs> now, I ain't very smart, but that book ain't got but one page in it. That won't sell very many copies, will it? <laughs> that, that, you won't take much printing press to get that in the front and the cover and the back. You threw that one little book, Brother Allen. I might could afford that book, amen. But it's a simple thing, Brother Brian. He just said, stop eating. Can I tell you, people want more of Jesus, Brother Lynn, all we got to do is invest into Jesus. If you look around and you say that brother and that sister, man, there really looks like God's blessing them. Maybe you just need to tap into what they've tapped into. Brother Bobby said it's very simple, Brother Wayne. You just got to stop watching. You got to watch what you're putting in your mouth. If we really want to grow into these Shadrachs, Meshach, and Abednego's, and these Daniels, and these Abrahams, Isaac, and Jacobs that's in the book, and these Peters, and these Pauls, and James, and John. We got to do what they've done. Brother Junior, we got to get committed to God. This ain't the time to get sweaty palms and say, I don't want to hold your hand no more. Sister Bev, it don't matter what gas goes to. What matters is getting to the house of God. It don't matter how busy your day is, Brother Jerry. All that matters is your communion with God. It don't matter how tight your budget's got or it's not got budget. Can I tell you, I know a lot of wealthy people that's just as stingy with their money as poor people are. But Sean, this ain't the time if you've been blessed financially to hoard that thing up. This is the time, this day and hour is the time to invest. If you've never invested in the kingdom, Sister Lana, this is the time to invest. Because you fix and get a return on your investment. Oh, my, 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 you'll never have to come back here again. Amen. I, I don't know how many of you folks have ever seen this, this program on TV. There's a, a program on TV, uh, 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 
called uh, Andy Griffith Show. Yeah, I don't know if y'all ever heard of that, but but Andy Griffith on the Andy Griffith Show, he had a little deputy named Barney Fife, and Barney was like, or Wayne's like Barney Fife, Sister Melinda. See, sometimes when you get anxious, Brother Chris, things happen. And, you know, Barney was bad to load his gun up when the criminals come to town. Because you never knew he might need that bullet. But Andy would never let him keep that bullet in his gun because he was afraid Barney might discharge it, you know, when he shouldn't, like in the jailhouse or in his car or something. So he always made um, Barney keep his bullet in his shirt pocket. So here's what I'm driving at this morning. Don't keep your bullet in your pocket. Because, see, when the enemy shows up, Brother Toby, that bullet in your pocket takes you too long to unsnap your, your shirt pocket and get in there and put it in your gun. Can I tell you that you keep your Holy Ghost bullet in your gun all the time, Brother JT? Because your adversary, the devil, really is going as a roaring lion. And there, you might run up on something sometimes, Sister Mary, you don't have time to load your gun. We got to be ready at a moment's of time. We got to have a made-up mind and say, King, I don't care if you build 10 of those big golden images. We're not falling down. We're not bowing. We don't care if you pass this law or you take this law because we serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Our faith, our trust, our confidence is in Jesus, Brother Hal. Amen. Can I tell you, if there's ever a time that we need to stand up and be accounted, now's the time. Because I'm telling you, we serve a God that, that, that can do anything but fail. Amen. I thought about how that and Peter and, and, and John 14 and 12 and 14, it reads like this. Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Whatsoever ye shall... Now think about verse 13. It said, Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. Sister Jen, that's in the book. That's a good place to say amen, church. He said, let me see if I can find this again. He said, whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Verse 14 reads like this. If ye shall ask anything, I don't know about y'all, but anything means anything. Is that right? Anything in my name, I will do it. Now, we all know the story about Jairus' daughter and how he went to Jesus and said his daughter was dying and he needed Jesus to touch him, touch her. But on that way, Brother Kenny, there was a lady that had an issue of blood in the mob and kind of held up Jairus getting Jesus to his daughter. But Sister Donna, the, the folks come to Jairus and said, don't bother the master. Said, your daughter's already passed away. But we just read that Jesus said, anything that you ask in my name, anything. This is what Jesus told him in Luke 8 and 50. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, fear not, believe only. Can I tell you, church, when the devil's talking in your ear, fear not, believe only. Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. And we know the story, how that Jesus put them all out that was making a fuss and a do, Brother Brian, 
and he took Peter, James, and John in there with his mom and with her mom and her dad. James 2 and 14 and 17 and 20 reads like this. What doeth it profit, my brethren, though a man say you have faith and have not works? Can faith save him? Even so, faith, if it had not works, is dead being alone. Yea, a man may say thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Now, I don't understand why verse 19 is here in the middle of a faith chapter, but I'm going to read it anyway. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. Amen. That was a good place to say amen. The devils also believe and tremble. Then he goes right back into talking about faith. Brother Don, ain't that the craziest thing? But I'm so thankful for that word being it. Thou believest that there is one God, and that's what we believe. Thou doest well. He said the devils also believe, Brother Ben, and they tremble. So, Brother Tim, when the devil's messing with you, sure seems like to me you just need to mention the name Jesus. In the middle of this talk about faith, Brother Rich, he said, if thou believest there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and they tremble. Verse 20 said, but wilt thou know, O vain man, thy faith without works is dead. So I said this in closing to get us to where Peter's praying for Dorcas. Acts 9, 38 and 42 reads like this. For as much as Lydia was nigh to Joppa and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent unto him two men, desiring him that he would not delay to come to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. When he was come, they brought him into the upper chamber and all the windows stood by him. All the widows stood by him weeping and showing the coats and garments which Dorcas made while she was with them. And verse 40 said, but Peter put them all forth. Brother Brian, I got to believe that he remembered when Jesus went to pray for Jairus' daughter. I said that, Sister Mary, to say this, that when we read the book, we ought to believe it just like God said it. Because I believe that's, Brother Kenny, that's what drove Peter to say, you know what, I remember when. See, he, he wouldn't intimidate that Dorcas had died, Brother Jerry. He said when he got there in verse 40, he said, but Peter put them all forth and kneeled down and prayed and turning him to the body, said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. And he gave her his hand and lifted her up. And when he had called the saints and widows present her and presented her alive, verse 42 said, and it was known throughout all Joppa and many believed in the Lord. In closing, I'll tell you this really quick story. We, a few Sundays ago, was privileged enough to go to Madison and preach for, um, my mind just went blank. Brother Everett and Sister Cricket, I'm sorry. Um, anyway, y'all know the story about my little blue car. By the grace of God, we got over about 430,000 miles. Brother Jerry said, I just got a little too much faith, I think, about that old blue car, and I think he's right. But anyway, I love Brother Jerry. I was going to tell the farming story, but I walked past it, so I'll have to save that for another time. But anyway... Sister Mary, we drove that car from our house to Madison. is an hour and 45 minutes. And we drove our little blue car all the way there, her and all her problems. Sister Mia, and we got there, her and all her little problems. We come back home for another hour and 45 minutes. True story, honey. Back me up on this. Y'all might not can trust me, but you can trust honey, okay? But so, so anyway, Brother Kenny, we got to the front gate of our house. She went to sleep. Not honey, the car. Sister Chelsea, it was dead right there, right there. True? 
<laughs> Pastor, we opened the gate. Honey said, what are we going to do? I said, I guess I'm going to have to push it up the road. That's all I know to do. I was hoping honey might say, maybe you steer and I'll push. She didn't, so I said, well, I'll push. So anyway, I'm in my little church clothes and my sleepy slides, and we pushing that car about 400 feet up that driveway. I'm saying, honey, do you have your feet on the brakes, Brother Leonard? She promised me she didn't. It seemed like time she had her foot on the brake. But anyway, we got up there, and I'm sweating pretty good by this point. And honey said, well, we, we always park in a certain way, Brother Mike. She said, are we going to, you going to push it in? I said, no, I got to go change clothes and put me some shoes on so I can get some grip. <laughs> I'm wore out. Go and change clothes and get back. And honey gets there before me. And she starts the car up. And backs it up where it's supposed to go. Now, I don't know if that thing would have started if we would have, if it needed a cooling off period or what, Brother Kenny. But this is what I do know. I'm so thankful I didn't have to push it another five feet or another ten feet. So here's what I'm trying to tell you. Whether, whether it's a car that's got 450,000 miles on it, or whether it's a migraine headache, whether it's a diagnosis from a doctor, or whether it's a diagnosis from a bill collector. You can trust. Can I get you to stand? If you'll stand strong, and if you're God to be the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he's still in a miracle working business, church. The only thing, Brother Wayne, that limits God is me and you. That's a good place to say amen, church. Join me in prayer. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.